serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Very ethical. Very ethical. You know, um, you have a four-year-old. I do. Little Charlie is a doll. She is such a cutie. She is you. Oh, guys, she is so full of it. It is the most amazing. <laughs> she is you on Red Bull. She's telling us stories this weekend. I just like, she goes, you know, uh, uh, for my for my other grandma who died, you never met her. And I'm like, what? What? Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a big uh, giant spider that was going to attack us outside, and Grandma fought her off, and I got on a horse, and I, ro- and I rode away. So she's a big storyteller. And I was laughing so hard. And I go, your grandma who died, you never met? Yeah, yeah, you never met her. Gosh. And I'm just laughing so hard. Uh, I was uh, hanging out with our uh, three-year-old uh, nephew. Duke. The other day. Duke. He's awesome. Uh, and, you know, over the weekend, I saw this story, and all I thought about was Duke and your yeah. daughter. Oh, this is this story is like it's the most awful thing you could ever. It's so I, I don't even know where to start. I'm like, just going to play it, some it, of the audio. How many times have we seen? Oh, the kids got out. We don't know how they got out, right? Remember yeah, that we had sure. that here, In where they just wander around aimlessly, and yeah. and then you know, and, and there's always something with children, and then you hear this, and you're like, wow, I thought the kids getting out was bad, but this, yeah, parents thought they were dropping their kid off at a daycare center, not a haunted house. Remember, these are three-year-olds. Authorities looking into a disturbing incident caught on camera at a Mississippi daycare center. Young children scared and brought to tears by a worker wearing a scary Halloween mask. Okay, so the mask, I just want you to think about it. Think of a, of a little daycare center with little chairs, little tables, right? Yeah. And you've got three-year-olds there. They're either they're little, you yeah. know, vanilla wafers, and yeah. they're sitting there getting ready to draw, you know, a hand and make a turkey or something. And then who's in charge of that classroom is wearing the the mask from the Scream movie. Yeah. Do you remember that, Becky Ghost Lynn? Face. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, that is a frightening That's mask. That's pretty scary. Okay. Hello, Sydney. This morning, police and the Mississippi Department of Health were investigating these disturbing videos. All right. Those kids are not having fun. Oh, my gosh. Is that actually the kids? This is actual audio of what took place in this classroom when the kids were, and I'm putting up the the quotes, bad. One of the people that worked there would put this frightening mask on and, and kneel down to the kid and get right in front of the child. And you are watching children scream yeah. and cry. And it's it's very interesting. One of the parents, you'll hear from in a second, uh, you know how you got to blur out the kids' faces because they're li- Mom said, no, you show what my daughter went through when when that when that, you know, adult put the mask on. I, I don't I'm so I'm speechless on it. I'm I'm so horrified by it. A daycare worker in a spooky Halloween mask screaming at and appearing to intentionally scare young children. In one clip, an employee appears to be telling the woman in the mask which two and three year olds have been bad. This clearly terrifying the two year old being chased and grabbed. His mother Caitlin saying he hasn't been quite the same since. It's hard as a parent to console something that's happening in their mind and in their brain. It's not something you can physically help with. Keegan and Alyssa Ray's two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Rain, was also in one of the classrooms. 
we've never seen that type of fear in our daughter's eyes or never have I ever felt that type of fear. The parents asking us to show her face, saying they want people to see what their daughter has gone through. Okay. Yeah. So then we watched her face. It's a tough watch. It's so hard. It's terrifying. So a two and a half, a three-year-old little girl, it was, she was so terrified. And I'm thinking, if I'm the parent of this two and a half-year-old, I'm arrested. I'm throttling you. Yeah. I don't think you, I think you'd have to hold me back. I am, I I would be absolutely, I don't know, 100% going to jail. I think I'd see red. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, this screen mask is so creepy. Yeah. It's so, if you don't know the mask, Google it right now, if you don't know it. But, you know, when you put that on uh, and then you get into a child's face and you start to scream at that child, I just don't, don't I don't know if you can do yeah. anything more, more, yeah. more and, mean. And who, as a human being, doesn't see a little kid that starts crying and doesn't take off that? Oh, my, God, oh my gosh, kidding. I'm sorry. None of that. They just picked it up. It was like energy. The more they were terrified. The lady who owns the place, Mrs. Saunders, she was not there. All the parents love her. They've known her for years. They said she's fired everybody. She's a appalled. They said, no, we don't want this place shut down. These people have to go. But who in God's name? I would so be in cuffs. Uh, and I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Can they come back after this daycare center on some kind of accusation? Is there a charge? What What, what would you even call this? Child abuse? Yeah, I, child, I abuse, child abuse, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so if you're just joining us, we're, we're talking about this incident that happened at a, uh, at, at a child care center where you have the kids sitting at their little desks, two and a half, three years old, and one of the teachers puts the most frightening mask on and gets in their face and starts to scream. And these kids are tortured. Yeah. All right. These so, are kids who love Christmas. They get excited and are terrified of Santa Claus. You put ghost face on them. Yeah. And it's a, right. it just, I mean, come on. It's a good point. So here's the other thing. Why are we seeing video of this? Yeah. Why would an idiot. someone shoot video of this? And nobody who was an adult said, so-and-so, come on, yeah. take your mask off. <laughs> what, what, who was in charge that allowed this to happen? Well, I think it was one of these two teachers because the lady who owns the place wasn't there that day. Okay, right. there, see that, and she's already nobody a, was quote in charge. Yeah, but to, it's like, do you shoot the video because you you're in on it, or are you shooting the video because well, now I've got to show somebody how wrong this is. No, they shot it I because they want were in on them it. to yeah. see the terror on her face because this is a mom. That is what I see every night. You Can you imagine that kid going to bed every night? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't take a lot to scare a little kid. Sleeping with you every night and every night. The owner of the school says she wasn't aware that this was happening and that the behavior isn't tolerated. Four employees have been fired. Parents tell us one of them is the person behind the camera. Okay, let's go, go into that. The person behind the camera. Do you give the person behind the camera uh, some credit for shooting it and then showing it? And saying this is wrong? Four employees, four human beings right. that are older than these children, and not one of them thought this is probably not a good idea. Who says this sort of thing has happened before, oh. and she decided to film it in order to catch them in the act. Oh. Writing on Facebook, quote, I recorded to get the proof, and then the video was sent to parents to show them how their child was being treated. I'm not buying that. Well, I will say this. Okay. I mean, you at least did that because I, I go back to if I would have shot that and I thought, oh, my God, this is bad. And then 
I wouldn't have posted it somewhere. But why wouldn't you call the daycare center owner and say, hey, I need to tell you something. We've got to put a stop to this. Instead of shooting the video. Instead of shooting it and letting it happen. Right. Don't let it happen. Step in and 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 rip the mask off of the the person's face. Enough. This isn't like you're dressing up like a funny, silly witch. You're going, we're going to get you high, some candy who didn't clean up kind of thing. Oh, no. Somebody didn't like these kids and set out to be an SOB, and they got it. These kids were so terrified. It is the saddest thing I've ever seen. It's it's just horrific. It is so bad because I, I think this is going to stay with these kids for a while. Yeah, I mean this is this is really where you you can scar somebody. That, oh, absolutely. A kid, a, a two or a three year old, they're not going to trust anybody now. No. Oh my gosh. And what do you think they're going to go trick or treating this year? You don't think they're going to see a hundred of those things? Uh, yeah, it's going to change Halloween the scream, for them, right? Yep. Scream was big again this mm-hmm. year. And, you know, my God, I, I, I mean, like I would have still been in trouble. I know. Like, do you can you put them in jail? I mean, am I, am I too am I too irrational by saying that it's probably not, you know, jail it probably but, doesn't rise but, to. Right. Well, it might rise to something. If I mean, it was I don't physical. Know. That's what I said. What, yeah. what, what do you char, uh, char, charge somebody with child abuse? Maybe. Uh, but yet if I'm sure the police department has never had anything like this land in their lab before. I mean, if it's physical, then then yeah. obviously. But, you know, this this might turn out worse than physical. Yeah. A, a mental abuse. Yeah. Of some sort. Of, oh, uh, it is the meanest thing I've ever seen yeah. it is the meanest thing i've ever seen adults at a child at a at a, at a child at a facility for for little kids and they scare them uh out of their mind and they did it on purpose and, I don't and know there if was they- four of them four of them and again it goes back to nobody stood up and said dude no. this is a bad idea oh my god i'm not gonna go along with this nobody stood up for those kids and say you know what this isn't happening mm. nobody and nobody did that. That, to me, just makes it even worse. So you had four of them that thought, oh, this is okay. Oh. Coming up next, uh, shots fired all over the Valley this weekend. We're not turning in Chicago, are we? It's Gatos Uh-oh, and Chad. Are going to be busting people here? <laughs> I, think, I think we've got plenty of, well, we could just bust them from Yuma here if that's what you're talking about. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. Just announced, Dead and Company will be heading to the Auction Pavilion on May 23rd for their last tour. Tickets go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m. You win a pair now by visiting KTAR.com. Is that, is that the Grateful Dead? I wasn't listening to what you said. I was looking at my foot. Dead and Company. I now I need to know. Shoes untied. Yep, it is. Grateful Sorry. Dead, folks. I try and listen to what you say during the show, That's but right. at that point, I was like, wow, that I really have to tie my shoe. Psych rock. So I need, oh, John Mayer's with him. Huh? Good. Uh, 3.30, Becky Lynn's going to read the news. We're going to interrupt it. It's going to be terrific. Fantastic. Um, just, is it just me? We had, a lot of, we had a lot of shots fired in Phoenix over the weekend. We've had some issues with right. shots being fired, yes. Okay. So we had reports of shots fired outside of a of uh, Carl Hayden High School. That was during a football game. Uh, and when you when you watch this, you know you have people that are lying down on the ground. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. Yeah, I, I'm watching. I'm watching the video of it on my screen here. There's a woman that is uh, hiding under a table. Uh, you've got uh, uh, kids hiding under the bleachers. You have, you know, like you go and you sit at a high school football game and you've got the, you've got the, the benches, the bleachers, and people are hiding under them. 
Uh, it's very it's very sad. I was watching another video over the weekend. I, I thought it was in Ohio. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I saw a father lie down on the ground, yeah. and, but he put his daughter under him, as you should do, as you should do. And it's like, my goodness, what is going on? And so that's just one incident, a couple incidents. The other one, there was uh, there were shots fired at uh, the Arizona State Fair. And nobody got injured. Well, that's a fair kind of thing. Is it? that a fair thing? That's a fair thing. Well, right? I don't want to go to the fair if I'm going to have to duck bullets. That's not always going to happen. But if I'm there's just at least one or two people very excited about shooting stuff in uh, the air, no. that's a fair thing. It's not fair. It's a tradition. That's right. It's not a tradition. I'm so excited. I'm going to shoot something off. So Woo! police say no one was injured after the reports of shots fired. But it's just like, okay, what is going on out here? You know? We have these school shootings. We have these mass shootings. Thank goodness we haven't really talked about one since Uvalde, even though there have been some. Uh, there was a shooting at the GCU campus yep. uh, the other day. Then we had at the University of Arizona. Oh, what happened? A uh, professor got gunned down. Yeah. At a building in school, at the cl- in, in his classroom. And a or- guy who, by the way, was not supposed to be on campus, right. and everybody knew that, or at least all the faculty did, in this certain area. Yeah. It's just, you know, I, I, again, I don't think about when I go to a place, let's just use the state fair. Uh, if I'm if I'm going, I'm not thinking, OK, uh, I hope nobody gets shot. I don't think that way. I don't think anybody thinks that way. But we, it has come to a point where as soon as you hear a pop, OK, and it happened at a Phoenix school earlier, mm-hmm. somebody heard a pop, but it wasn't a gun. What happens? Everybody runs. Yeah. Or last, was it last week, the week before last, that uh, a popcorn machine in, in New Jersey went yes. a little si- south and the entire mall evacuated? Yes. That happened. So I think this is on people's minds. 100%. We're also seeing, you know, the new phenomenon of if there's, a, if there's something that happens at a school, parents immediately bolt to the school. That's new. Yeah. And I think that we're all thinking, I mean... I, I don't know if it's just there have been so many of these things or if it's Uvalde, Uvalde and we watched and yeah. watching the, what happened to Uvalde. Yeah, no one goes in and Nobody helps. goes in, so right. parents are like, I got to take the extra step to go further. It's like, you know, we're hearing what sounds like gunshots and then other times we actually hear gunshots. Yeah. And what is the end result? You hope that nobody gets hurt, but the end result is we're freaking out about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And, you know, it's like, again, going down to the going down to school. What are you going to do? I mean, you know, how long is it going to take you to get there? Most of these things happen with the moment if they do happen. And so how many of the people I mean, you know, again, you get locked down. Uh, it seems like everybody's locked down because they're extra cautious now, even extra, extra cautious uh, right now where they're, you know, it's it's. Boom, they're locking stuff down right now. It's like there was a shot six miles away. Lock it down. Okay, you know, it's like, I get it. At the same time, you've got to, where's the common sense? But the fair, come on. You you expect, some nights you go out of the fair and you're like, you know what? This is not a night to be at the fair. (laughs) And this other night you're like, this is fine. (laughs) Okay. I love the fair. All right. Go buy me a spa. Oh, my gosh. Some (laughs) (laughs) flip-flops. Get a big piece of corn. Coming up next, Becky Lynn will read the news. It's a 3.30 newscast. You and I will sit here and interrupt, and there might be some snark. Snark! But we'll also give you our opinion on the day's top stories next. Arizona's news station. News station. 
KTAR on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. And who has those headlines? Becky Lynn. That would be me. Arizona votes. Arizona's candidates for governor addressed the big issues in a Univision town hall event, including immigration and the border. KTAR's Luke Forstner is live in the news center to tell us more about what they had to say. Well, Becky, the border has been an issue for years, says Democrat Katie Hobbs. If our leaders in Washington really wanted to solve problems, they would be focused on comprehensive reform. We also need the Biden administration to step up border security. She also wants to increase treatment programs to fight the demand for drugs in the U.S. Her opponent, Republican Carrie Lake, outlined her priorities for the office. We have no option except to declare an invasion on our border and take control on our own as a state. She says that would start by mobilizing the National Guard to stop smuggling and crossings and enlisting the help of other states. Live from the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Um, do you think when she was done, she goes, Los Pero. Nailed it! <laughs> I don't know if either one of them know anything about the border. First of all, let's go with Carrie Lake. Uh, yeah, go ahead and bring the National Guard in. Yeah. You know that they can't stop anybody from crossing, right? Yeah. Carrie. Everybody knows that. I don't think she does. Do you know that they can't carry a weapon, Carrie? I don't think she knows that. And Katie Hobbs, this might be the first time she almost slapped Joe Biden on uh, on the wrist a little bit. Yeah. So, a little bit. Yeah. She couldn't blame Trump. I mean, nobody was going to hear it there. But the, the reality is, is neither of them did a good job uh, at times explaining certain things. Mm-mm. But, uh, you know, they both have their, oh, this is what I'm going to do at the border. None of you are doing anything because it's a federal issue. You can do some stuff to help. But outside of that, not a lot. We're holding up the headlines. Republican women, independent women are pissed off. Phoenix Democratic Congressman Uh. Ruben Gallego in an interview with MSNBC says the majority of Arizonans are questioning the state's conflicting abortion laws. There are a lot of Republicans and just independent men and women that do not like this type of government overreach. Gallego says younger voters have been especially vocal about abortion access. Right now, a ban after 15 weeks is in effect, but a battle is expected for a total ban at the state Supreme Court. He's got a potty mouth, that guy. He's always cursing. Potty have mouth. You, have you seen him on social media? My goodness, the expletives that he puts up. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I think we're all upset about whatever the abortion law of the week is, because that's really what we're dealing with. For the last three weeks, we've had a different law. Each I week. can't wait to see what happens on Friday. Every single Friday for the last three weeks, we've had breaking news on Arizona's abortion law. And again, Chad, I think you nailed it. What's going to happen this Friday? Are we going to go back to 1901? Because I think right now we're in 2022 with yeah. Ducey's 15 week. Which I think is the one we should just leave it at. But let's, leave let's it be there. real. None of this is going to be decided until the Supreme Court of Arizona decides it. All right. We're holding up the headlines. 
Grand Canyon University asking for thoughts and prayers after a wrong way crash took the lives of three students this morning. 18-year-old Aubriana Hoffman, 19-year-old Hunter Balberti, and 18-year-old Magdalene Maggie Ogden were killed in the four-car crash on I-17 near New River. All three were freshmen. Both Hunter and Maggie were pre-med students studying biology. Aubriana was studying marketing. Two of the girls died on the scene while the other died from her injuries at a nearby hospital. In a statement, the university says, quote, as the G- ECU family joins together to mourn this tragic loss of these students. We ask that you keep their families and friends in your thoughts and prayers. Taylor Kinner up KTAR News. Horrific. Another run, another wrong way driver. Three kids. My goodness. 18, 19, and 18. Do we know what happened to the driver? Yeah. Not, not, no. No. Yeah. We, yeah, we was, want to Was know. there alcohol involved? That's drugs, the other thing. Right. Were there drugs involved? Do you fall asleep? I, I don't know. I don't know. But when you have uh, a college kid who is killed in that matter, and it's just starting my goodness out, you're starting your life, their life. This yeah. is their time from home. They're going on yeah. a trip. They're having a good time. And everything ends like that. Uh, the, the parents, I just, you know, you got, no you got you got to pray for the You got to pray yeah. for the parents because this is just an unspeakable tragedy. Uh, We're holding up the headlines. Arizona has one of the highest indigenous populations in the U.S. And Indigenous Peoples Day is one way to honor their legacy. You have to make sure that everyone embraces the teaching that have been handed down from one generation to generation. In this case, our Native American history and culture. That's Navajo Nation President Jonathan Ness, who tells KTAR, while many still know today as Columbus Day, it often doesn't take into account historical context of what happened to indigenous tribes at the hands of Columbus. Cities like Tempe and Phoenix have officially acknowledged the holiday, although President Nez admits confirming it as a state holiday has been slow. Yeah, you know what? Here's the other thing. Leave Columbus Day alone. Why not have them have their own day that's not like, hey, we just got rid of the bad guy and replaced it. Again, Columbus has a, it's, it's, he's an interesting character in history. And you, some people, a lot of people argued the thing he did was the most incredible thing that ever happened to humanity. That being said, he did do some bad things, but give them their own day. Why do we have to just get rid of Columbus? I don't know if they want their own day or if they want it on this day because of Columbus. You know, Columbus did really good things and he did some really bad things. You know, he brought brought disease to to America. But he didn't realize he was bringing disease. No, but you know, no one had ever been here before. Remember, he thought. Remember, he thought the Earth was flat. He was going to India. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he reaches this new land, and and he's like, "My goodness, no one's ever been here before." Um, Yeah, I mean, I think I think you can look at Columbus and say, "Let's look at the positives, and then let's also look at the negatives and learn about what happened." We're holding up the headlines. A new coronavirus booster is available that combines the most recent variants of Omicron with the original strain, but Moderna's been behind on the production. A couple of their manufacturing sites were actually in the process of being inspected, which is a routine thing that happens when this emergency authorization came through. Luckily, Dr. Shad Marbasti with the University of Arizona College of Medicine says there's plenty of Pfizer boosters which will have the same effect. And he's recommending you get the booster now since he is expecting another winter surge. I got this one. <laughs> um, listen, I, you know what? We are going to get a winter surge. Here's the way that I deal with it. When a surge happens, I go and get the shot. That's it. I haven't gotten that booster yet. Uh, there's really been no need for it. Um, it's you know it's like it's like you have to think of it like a flu shot. You're not going to go get a flu shot in in you know 
uh, yeah, in March. Yeah, you're not getting a flu right. shot when flu season's not right. around. Right. So if if you want, you know, and it's not a vaccine. I think we got to call it the shot. I think that's very fair. It'll keep you out of the hospital. If you do get COVID and you have the shot in you, you're going to have a, a pretty easy time with it. As easy as you can possibly, you know, hope for. But for me personally... I wait until I see a surge Plus, don't you coming. Want the the latest version, yeah, of it. That was the other thing, right? They yeah. were still trying to pawn off the old ones, right? Hey, we got a bunch here, so who wants them? Yeah, no. I, listen, I just I wait for the surge, and when the surge happens, then I go get my shot. So and you're going to wait till it's already out there before you get it, because yeah. like now is when you get your flu shot. No, I'm going to wait. That's what I've always done. You, you can see it coming. Just all you have to do is watch Europe, right? Yeah. You watch, right. Then watch, and it'll come here. And then uh, right before maybe, or right right when the, the numbers start to really fly up, I go and get the shot, and I'm fine. And you just go on with your life. There's nothing else you could do. No. But if you want to risk it, don't get the shot. It's up to you. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Maybe. I really don't. We're moving on. That's it. Every day, 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. They give you a little bit of snark. Coming up next... Um, I probably should have been arrested yesterday on uh, my oh. way out of the uh, Eagles-Cardinals game. That would have been interesting. And I'll tell you why next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news. Seriously entertaining. Gatos and Chad. I was entertained yesterday. Skin with Polly. <laughs> Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. <laughs> Polly Pigskin, everybody. Paul Calvisi, the Cardinal sideline reporter. I was at the game. I'm not going to talk about selling tickets this week. I'm not doing it. I will just say, Paul, that I I don't know if I've ever left a game cursing that much. And I'm not a guy who drops all that. I was so upset and angry leaving the game for so many different reasons. You sounded like you were from Philadelphia? I did. And it might have been that there were so many Eagles fans sitting around me. Uh, it was uh, it was not a pleasant experience, Paulie. You know what? You're not alone because I was down in that locker room after the game and it was palpable. The really? Anger. It was all visceral, visible anger. In fact, we just uh, we just filmed Cliff Kingsbury's TV show and he agreed with that. He, he said the team if there's one emotion that describes the Cardinals after that loss, mm. that game, where they are at 2-3 and three on the season, it would be anger that most of those guys in that room feel very strongly they should be much better and much better off in terms of the record and where they're at, especially at home than they are right now. So we'll see how that plays out the rest of the year, but look, there are some losses where Oof. there's apathy and there's some losses where there's anger and this was definitely the most anger i've seen in a long time after a cardinals loss because the end of last season when they lost five of last there's last six after they started 10 and 2 yeah there was sort of an attitude all right you know we built up such a big lead big deal we'll be ready for the postseason okay so that wasn't the case yesterday uh honestly guys were wearing it and uh it was visible and audible put it that way oh, what are they mad at they're mad at the 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 way that uh murray didn't you know slid a little earlier they mad about not understanding the clock or are they mad about the coach and not getting a fresh start? Or missing an uh, easy you know, field goal. a game goal. where you're not always starting behind by at least 10 points? What are they I, mad about exactly? I think it's just they're making things too difficult on themselves. They're not anywhere near where their potential could have them in terms of the quality of football. It's getting down 14 nothing again. And once again, it's not just the offense, okay? Mm-hmm. And by the way, those MOGA hats are still on for sale. <laughs> Make offense yeah. great again. Slight discount at this point when I sell them. <laughs> it's the defense, though. Seriously, 
how many screens can hit from the get-go? Did the Cardinals make the adjustments? Absolutely. And after they got down 14 nothing, they allowed two field goals the rest of the way to the high-flying Eagles offense. Okay, to be applauded. Although the Eagles put together an eight-minute drive in that fourth quarter that was very costly because they took a lot of time off the clock. So it's, it's the football IQ, guys. It could be a lot better, and that's correctable. And so when you know you can be better, and it's right there in front of you to improve, and it's yet to happen, I think that's where the anger comes in at this point because it's getting to the point where I think the coaches are like, okay, guys, zero tolerance. Who's going to be part of the solution? Who's going to be part of the problem as we go forward? And, and Larry, what were you, by the way, in the stands? Were you part of the solution or part of the problem yesterday? That's what we want to know. Paul, I was always part of the problem. Paul you know Calvisi's joining us. I, I did, honestly, no answer. I'll tell you, I did my best. And but you know what? Those Eagles fans were louder than we were. I'm just being honest. I think that I think that personality wise, they're obnoxious and and they're louder. Uh, and I, you know, I've said this too, Paul. Uh, listen, if you're an Eagles fan, uh, you've probably been an Eagles fan your entire life, and you live or die with what they do on the field. With the Cardinals, if they lose, you go home and you're like. Let's have some dinner and let's watch a movie. And you're over it. I really do think that there is a difference between being an Eagles fan, which is life or death, and being a Cardinals fan, where you know. And I'm not trying to rag on anybody. But I'm putting myself in this same thing. Uh, it's just it's not the same. Uh, those Eagles fans showed up yesterday, passion and heart. They, they were ready they for war. It. Yeah. And you know what? Well, we were. We and let me just add one thing. It's the game experience, because if you want to have a home field advantage, you have to win on your home field, and the Cardinals can't do that. So they should expect the other team's fans to come and be loud. And for that, the Cardinals have only themselves to be mad at, those players. Honestly, when you've lost eight straight at home, then guess what? fans tend to sell those tickets more easily and readily. Actually, I'm very proud of you, Larry, for Thank not you. turning a quick buck. So, well done on your part. Wait until That's New next Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> New Orleans Thursday night? Yeah. I'm out. Here's the thing, though. Where where were those Fly Eagles Fly fans when they were 2-5 and five last year and their head coach made the worst analogy in the history of coaching when he said, we're like a flower and we're, just, we're having our roots take hold underneath the surface. And then Eagles fans came to the stadium, the link, and what did they do in Philly? They were dressed like flowers. So there's no fan base that turns on its own team like the Philly fan. But when they're flying high and they're undefeated, oh, they come out of the woodwork and they book those tickets to the AZ. Paul, they booed Santa Claus. They booed Mike Schmidt. They (laughs) cheered when Michael Irvin broke his neck. These people, well, they're notorious for being Philly fans. And Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love. The most raucous crowd I've ever experienced. My two decades on the sideline, 2008 Super Bowl season was a Thanksgiving night game at Philly. They had all day to get lubricated, and they didn't have to work the next day. That was the most profane and inappropriate crowd I've ever seen. Forget the Black Hole and Raider fan. That Philly game on Thanksgiving night some 12 years ago was off the hook. Yeah. All right, Paul. Uh, thanks for joining us. You're joining us every week uh, here at 345. We talk about the Cardinals, and, man, I hope the I hope they get a win next well, next time. I can always count on you having the soup spoon and just stirring it up a little that's bit. Right. I know. That's what you yeah. do. That's what you do, Larry, say, hi to Cl- say hi to Cliff for me. He ain't going to have a job very much longer. Okay. All right. He's got a contract through 27. Paul Calvisi, everybody. You've been listening to Pigskin with Pauly on the Gatos and Chad Show. Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. You know, Matt Rule. He had he had he had a, he had a contract as well, and they're going to have to Carolina. pay him until he becomes the ASU coach, which is the rumor right now. Yeah.
Uh, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury here till 2027. I don't think he makes the year if it keeps going like this. I don't think so either. All right, coming up next, uh, midterm mayhem. Hey, is Carrie Lake Trump's new maid? We'll talk about it in a moment.